0: there's clever engineers but no Time for ASO Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am so glad you could join us once again for an awesome episode of ASO Radio I am your host, NZ17, and this is episode 110 of ASO Radio Uh, We've got a little more news this episode than we did last time But we also have anime, manga, and video game reviews A little more music from our guests, Anunnaki And, well, we've got some fan art too So keep it tuned right here for some ASO Radio news already. We just met. Alright, I'll commit to some new news for Acer Radio. Uh, we've got some more anime news for you. What a shocker, isn't it? Yes, we first have to announce that Saint Seiya is going to be on the Cartoon Network. No, no, not in the US of A or the Canada. It is going to be in the Latin American version of Cartoon Network. Yes, Cartoon Network Latin America will air Saint Seiya Hades Phase starting March 12th at 12.30 a.m. So if you feel like watching some nice anime and you live south of the United States' southernmost border, then you, too, can enjoy Saint Seiya on television. If you don't, well, then you can always try to purchase it for home video. Alright, well how about this? Overdrive TV anime series has been announced Yes, with the release of the ninth volume Of the Overdrive manga Kodansha has announced that the manga Will be made into a TV anime series Announcements about when and where The series will be broadcast are pending But will be available from the uh, Kadokawa webpage for the series In the near future So check out Kodansha or Kadokawa If you want more information On your Overdrive and what's this? Jinky Extend to be dropped from Comic Blade? Shocking yet true. In his online diary, uh, Siro Tunashima recently wrote that Comic Blade will stop carrying Jinky Extend. According to Suna uh, Shima, there are many reasons why Jinky Extend is leaving the pages of Comic Blade, the uh Which is, of course, a manga compilation, but he cannot evaluate on the details for now. However, he did say that one of the reasons was a difference of opinions between himself and the editor-in-chief of Comic Blade in regards to machines in the manga. Yes, an odd choice to have creative differences over, but according to his journal, uh, Sima has finished 60 pages that conclude the story as best as possible given the circumstances. Uh, Sima hopes that he will be able to show readers a continuation of the story that has already appeared in Comic Blade. However, the manga has not yet found a home at another magazine. If it is transferred to another magazine, though, it will not be the first transfer of this manga. You see, Jinky first appeared in monthly Gangan Gan Wing before it was transferred to Comic Blade and started under a new name of Jinky Extend. So obviously this sir has quite a few creative differences with his publishers. But hopefully this will not be the end of Jinky for our Jinky fans. And <laughs> Jinky. Next. What's this? We have a winner! Not of an ASA radio contest, but no, a winner of the Fully Cooley t-shirt design contest. Yes, the winning Fully Cooley, or Furry Curry to us purists, t-shirt design is the Scarface Haruko. Uh, style Scarface Haruko, which will officially be called Noir because of the Scarface movie copyright, is the first winning design in Sync Point's uh, Fully Coolie t-shirt design contest the shirt will be made available in Hot Topic stores later this month and in anime stores in early February so if you want to design hot duds sold at Hot Topic or if you just want to look fine be sure to check out more information about that at Syncpoint's website or if you will, the Hot Topic website And, what's this? A free manga magazine? Oh yes, that's right A free manga magazine in Japan And I'm sure it's going to be huge According to Mainichi Shinbun Venture publishing firm Dejima Will be a, a begin distribution Of a free manga magazine Called Comic Gambo A 30 Tokyo at 30 Tokyo area train stations While many free publications Also referred to as free papers Such as magazines and advertising circulars Are currently available uh, This is the first time that a manga magazine Will be distributed for free in Japan those of you in the know, know in America that Tokyo Pop has its own free manga publication, which is published on a regular basis, which originally had a Japanese name, but they felt it was a bit too foreign, so they went and simplified the name to something like Tokyo Pop Comics or some such like that. Regardless, though, of uh, different free comic magazines throughout, and by the way, if you don't have a subscription to Tokyo Pop's free thing, I recommend you get one simply because, hey, it's free. Comic Ganbo will be released uh, starting January 16th, and new issues are scheduled to appear every Tuesday or Wednesday. The first issue will have a print run of 100,000 copies, so if you happen to have a friend living in Japan, have him send you a copy. And if you don't, well, I hope you live in Japan so you can get a free copy. And that's going to do it for the news this week uh, for ASO Radio. But don't worry, I'm going to go ahead and give you the lowdown, the news, if you will, on what's worth watching in our reviews section. So then, if memory serves me right, we've got uh, to review ourselves a little bit of Princess Nine and a little bit of Super Gals. What should we review first? I say Princess Nine, Volumes 18 through 26. Princess Nine is a really great little series about a young girl whose father was a famous baseball player. And she herself, unknowing about her father's history, has decided to become a famous baseball pitcher herself. A very fast swing on this gal, and she is just a phenomenon. And her teammates and her have managed, even though most of them are quite inexperienced, to go and get themselves very far into the high school baseball world. And I don't want to go and spoil this But really great uh, characters uh, Nice storyline If you've watched sports, uh, anime, or movies before Maybe you'll be able to figure out what's going to go down But each uh, episode in this had twists and turns And things I wasn't expecting Even though most of it, you know Kind of used to this territory But that does not make it any less of a worthwhile thing to watch uh, Princess 9, really Each character Tends to go and be based upon your typical archetype for a character But expands it to make these characters believable and very likable The dubbing on both the Japanese and English is superb I enjoyed both quite a lot Had to keep smiling because Vic Magnola uh, Who many of you know as the voice of Edward Elric on Full Metal Alchemist Was uh, the voice actor for one of the male love interests in the show and so every time I heard his voice it made me smile Because I imagined Edward Elric transfused into this baseball drama Anyways, uh, this was a really great show to watch um, Like I said, it was simply really great One might say that this is a shojo title um, But on the other hand, I think that this is a show that can be enjoyed by both men and women Of uh, several different age groups and so I think that this is just a spectacular show That everyone should give uh, give a watch uh, Towards the end Becomes a little bit too Shall we say Emotionally honest to be believable But it is a very good series uh, I enjoyed the full thing And I'm going to go and give this A uh, highly recommended uh, It could have got a top uh, recommendation But like I said Sometimes it feels a little too honest To be believable and um, sometimes a little bit too dramatic and so it saps you a bit but all in all really enjoyed this and I think that you'll enjoy it too so now we're going to review Supergals. I believe this is the third volume of Supergals, and it contains volumes 11 through 14. I was actually surprised because when I saw this volume on the main menu, it looked like it had volumes 11, I mean episodes 11, 12, and 13. Uh, but then when the 13th episode was over, instead of going and giving the DVD copyrights or shooting me back to the main menu, instead of 14th episode started, turns out that the 14th menu fell onto a part of the graphics on the main menu menu, which um, I thought was just a, a bar separating parts of the menu, but in fact was uh, had episode 14 in there, just in a different color, inside of a different colored area. So, uh, a bit deceptive, but hey, I'm always welcoming another episode of anime. I also was expecting only 13 episodes, because usually that's how it ends on the end of a season, uh, but not so much this way with uh, Super Gals. After all, I guess it's 26 epi- episodes to a season of Supergals. Regardless though, this continues the adventures of Ran Kutabuki and her, uh, sisters and friends. And uh, I enjoyed this quite a lot. Most of these episodes actually focus on Yuya, or as Ran calls him, second place. He has a very strong crush on Ran and has decided to go and do whatever it takes to go and oust Monkey Boy, uh, this new dark-toned man who uh, Ran loves hanging hang around with but is not emotionally attached to. So uh, Yuya goes and takes it upon himself to oust... Um, I think his name was Tukoki Black or something like that. And so Ran goes and gives a, um, he challenges Mr. Black to a contest for Ran's heart. And this then brings every one of the boys in Shibuya who fancies Ron out into the public. And so she comes up with a crazy set of contests for them to go and uh, take part of. So, how does this contest end? Well, funny enough, it ends with a tie between the monkey boy and second place. So, nothing ventured, nothing gained, but it gives Yuya a newfound happiness and confidence because, as Rand says, he's the coolest, greatest, nice guy there is. So, anyways, the rest of the episodes involve more hijinks. They go to a hot spring. Uh, thankfully, though, this is shojo, so nothing really, uh, shall we say, um... Unsavory In the Hot Springs episode uh, And it's more or less a lot of fun We start to see that um, I may have an interest In Second Place's friend We uh, get a little bit more Into the characters But mainly it's a lot of uh, fun And nothing too deep So I enjoyed this Not exactly an experience That will change a viewer's life And I'm going to give Super Gal Volume 3 Episodes 11 through 14 A recommended so if you like Supergals, don't forget the Right Stuff International has uh, picked up season 2 of that. So hopefully we'll get through season 1, then we can review season 2. But for now we have some fan work that has to be taken care of. So, this time, we're not going to actually be um, airing any fan mail because we're going to talk a little bit about the fan art that we've received. Uh, We had some fan art from Jaredel Banks, which was actually of Bandy. Very nice. uh, Very cool. And available in our artist alley for viewing. And we also have some from Allison Anderson. Uh, which is quite, quite awesome as well But this is D.N. Angel fan art So if you're a fan of D.N. Angel You should shimmy and shake on over To the NZ17 Productions Artist Alley At nz17.com Slash artist alley And you can also find links to that From the uh, ASO Radio homepage uh, this stuff is really great And out to both of those We have sent out an awesome DVD compilation Of the anime music videos That were presented at uh, Anime Banzai. Uh It was a great uh, convention I enjoyed being there and, uh, this is, uh, these are some great discs that they gave to us to give out as prizes on our show. So, Allison Anderson and Jared L. Banks, wherever you are, uh, I hope that you enjoy receiving your DVD filled with, uh, anime music videos. Some of them aren't so hot, but most of them are really great, and I enjoyed watching these. Uh, and if you, yes, you, the listener, have any fan art that you would like to submit to ASO Radio, which is either of our lovely mascot, Bandy, or of your favorite anime or video game characters, feel free to use the fan art submission form to get that to us, and you too may have a great gift come to you in the mail. And if you are not so artistically inclined but would like to go and get your message out on Acer Radio, feel free to submit to us some fan mail so we can know what you're thinking, so we can give you what you want on the show. And also, if you happen to play music or know a group that does and they would like to have their music featured on Aso Radio, feel free to go and get a hold of us about that and we can have you have your music on our show. And hey, you know, since I mentioned that, we actually do have some music on the show. This week, we have another track from Anunnaki. This time, it's called My Hands Are Tied. And it is just an awesome little track. Uh, Lots of energy to it. Not too much energy. Still a little laid back. And I hope you like it. So let's give a listen. that emotion push out the Go ahead and give it up for Anunuki, ladies and gentlemen Thank you very much, Anunuki, for letting us play some more of your music on our show And now it's, of course, the hotspot And it is my solemnly sworn duty to go and review video games, manga Do raven rants and all sorts of great stuff for you guys So you know what's good, what's not, and what's hot, hot, hot So what am I going to review on the hotspot this week? Well... I have the duty of reviewing Kirby Squeak Squad for the Nintendo DS, WarioWare for the Game Boy Advance, Boys B Volume 2, the manga, and Oh My God, it's the manga, Volume 11. So, let's start things off with. We did video game reviews first, last two episodes, so let's go ahead and do the manga first. Boys B, Volume 2. If you listened to my review last episode, you will know the basic premise of Boys B. Each story in Boys B is independent from the others and essentially concerns a boy or a boy and his friends going on wacky hijinks, trying to go and secure the love of their life, or at least a love of their life. Uh usually Boys B ends up with a couple together, but not always. Sometimes they're friends, sometimes uh usually they end up as boyfriend and girlfriend. And Boys B volume 2 continues this tradition. Um, it's more of the same really. Uh I didn't enjoy the stories as much in Boys B volume 2 as I did in volume 1. After reading volume 1, I kind of had an idea of what to expect and volume 2 was uh very predictable in that regard. But there was some um, sweet stories in here, and so that helped kind of balance out the stuff that wasn't so great. Uh, so I'm going to give Boys B Volume 2 a neutral. It did some good stuff, but just wasn't good enough to get recommended from me. Then we have Oh My Goddess Volume 11. Uh, yet another entry in the long, long, long running Oh My Goddess series. It's been going since the 80s. Uh, this one's called The Devil in Miss Erd and concerns itself with the fact that Erd has been split into a uh, devil side and an angelic side because of her parents. Uh, the blood in her is a mix of the two. So um, Erd ends up getting split uh, because of Mara, who is always meddling in the goddess's affairs and trying to take them down as part of her job as a devil. And, unfortunately, this volume wasn't exactly super duper strong. Yes, it was nice to see Erd being nice and goddess-like, and also Erd being a pure devil, seeing the two sides battle. Um, eventually, the two had to be reconciled into, uh, the original Erd, because neither side could live without the other. Um, I liked it. Uh, wasn't super duper strong, though. Um thankfully the storyline gets resolved in this volume, so we don't have to worry about reading volume twelve to get to the uh bottom of matters here. Um and all in all it was nice, but certainly not anything to write home about. So my goddess volume eleven gets a neutral from Mr. NZ17 himself. So now we have two games, one for Nintendo's previous handheld, the Game Boy Advance, and one for its current handheld, the Nintendo DS. Uh, we're going to start with Squeak Squad first. Uh, Kirby's Squeak Squad is the latest in the Kirby series of games, which, if you know Nintendo, they have a strong history of not having any real strong connections between the entries in its games. Kirby's Squeak Squad keeps this up and keeps things nice and simple. Besides for the reoccurring characters and enemies... And there is no connection at all to the previous Kirby games, and the story is as wafer fit thin as it gets. Kirby has had his strawberry shortcake stolen, and so he seeks out to find who stole his shortcake. Yes, believe it or not, that is the story. Uh Kirby eventually finds that it is the squeak squad who is at um, who's responsible for this caper, and they have been going all over this group of mice. Uh, thieving away all sorts of treasure chests So Kirby is now tasked with going and getting to the bottom of all this uh, Recollecting the treasure chest from the Squeak Squad uh There's actually two different types of chests. The red ones, which are small and Kirby can collect without problem. And then the gray ones, which is what the Squeak Squad is interested in. And as soon as you collect a gray chest, the members of the Squeak Squad will come out after Kirby. And he must defend himself and either escape from them or defeat them. Uh, so this is a bit of fun adding to the Kirby mix Thankfully they decided to drop the droll mechanics of Kirby and the Amazing Mirror Which tried to make it into a Castlevania slash Metroid style of game And instead decided to go with the linear style from the Game Boy and NES games Uh, but unlike those entries, you can actually go back to any previous stage that you've completed, which is quite nice. So it has both the familiar and comfortable linearity of a, uh, NES platformer, but with the, uh, modern mechanics to make it convenient to go back to earlier stages, uh, Why would you want to go back to an earlier stage? So you can collect all the treasures. A lot of times the chests are hidden or difficult to retrieve, and so you might find yourself having to go through some stages multiple times to get all the chests. Every time you collect a chest, you get the treasure inside, which does various things like change background pictures, change the color Kirby is, um, adds new stages, um, access to different areas. Uh, sometimes it'll go and unlock parts of pictures And other cool little things for you to collect So you actually get rewarded every time you collect a treasure Even if you recollect one that you've collected before You will still get an item You see in Squeak Squad, unlike other Kirby games He can retain up to five items in his belly inside of bubbles Because I guess the bubbles are impervious to Kirby's acids Which seem able to digest anything I don't know how that works but regardless, the bubbles will not burst inside his stomach Unless you tap on them with your finger or the stylus Releasing them and thus Kirby gets the powers inside the bubble Or the health items inside of the bubble uh, He also holds the treasure chests inside of his stomach So if you have all three chests from a stage At most you'll be able to hold two items But of course Kirby retains his abilities of floating uh, sucking in and blowing out air and enemies And also being able to swallow enemies And gain their powers in order to advance in the stages All in all Kirby Squeak Squad was a good fun game Nothing really revolutionary though And it gets a recommended And now for the final review of this episode of ASO Radio We have WarioWare for the Game Boy Advance Which was the first in the long line of WarioWare games WarioWare is, um, every release is more or less mini-games. Just dozens and dozens of mini-games. And WarioWare, the original entry, um, is probably the weakest one that I've played. I've played WarioWare Twisted, uh, also for the Game Boy Advance, and this one is a great leap forward in fun. Uh, WarioWare Twisted used a, um... Uh, gyroscope mechanism, so you can actually twist it around the system, uh, making it more fun because of that, but also the, the music, the graphics, and the mini games were all better executed. But, Aware the original is no slouch. It provides, as I said, dozens of mini games, each broken up, uh, into different stages. Um, as you progress through the game, you actually unlock, um, non games that are available Which are designed after The old uh, Game & Watch LCD Handhelds that Nintendo used to produce uh, As well as A clone of Dr. Mario Called Dr. Wario Which in fact is essentially The entire Dr. Mario game From the NES but with slightly Different graphics featuring Wario And uh, some redesigned viruses So just for Dr. Mario Being in this game alone It's well worth the admittance price But, like I said, there are lots of mini-games, some of which are quite intuitive and you can take to them right away. Others are a bit confusing, and so you'll be thankful there is a game gallery in which you can go to to play any of the mini-games you've played before and get a description on how to play. Because while WarioWare only uses the directional pad and the A button to play most of the games, there are a few which also involve the B button. Uh this game uh is usually intuitive when it comes to what you should do in a minigame, but not always, and that is where the game gallery comes in handy. However, you won't be able to get all of the mini games by just playing through all of the stages and successfully beating the boss uh minigame in each set. You'll have to go back through playing the stages again in order to get to the mini games which you did not get the first time through. Because the mini games are randomly selected. And some are only available after you get past the first boss round. So you'll need to go back and play those stages if you want to go and unlock all the games, which then, of course, are available in the game gallery. Uh, most of the um, additional games that you can unlock That aren't a part of uh, the Stages mini-games Are actually multiplayer, and And uh, some of them you can even play on uh, a single Game Boy Advance or Nintendo DS game system So that's pretty nice because you don't have to worry about t- having two systems or a link cable or anything You can just have one person on the left side and one person on the right side And be able to play some of the two-player games so, uh, WarioWare, not as refined as later entries in the WarioWare series, but still a good start, and I enjoyed it quite a lot. And so, this game is going to get a recommended. So, if you happen to see it on sale in a game store like I did, uh, I got mine used for twelve ninety nine, and I think that it was definitely worth that price. Well, we've once again reached the end of an episode of ASO Radio, and it's always sad to see these things end. But if you keep coming back to ASO Radio and listening to our uh, latest episodes, it's like we never left. So for Episode 110, we're going to end things, but be sure to join us next time for Episode 111, where, among other things, I'm going to be taking a look at My Hime Volume 1, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and WarioWare Twisted. Oh, yeah. I almost did a review of WarioWare Twisted itself in this game uh, This game, sheesh I think it's time uh, I ended this episode Because I am getting all tongue-tied So for episode 110 of ASO Radio, this is NZ17 Signing out ASO Radio is copyright of NZ17 Productions ASO Radio is licensed to the general public Under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike License Additional licenses available For more information, visit us online at www.NZ17.com.